Hey, Dave here from DC On Screen. If you're following us on Facebook, you might have seen us posting our work that has been sent to fans. This was sent to fans of DC On Screen as part of a promotion. How can you get your own artwork? Simply go over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us good ratings or reviews. Or, you know, bad ones if you just gotta be a dick. And then email us at dconscreen at gmail.com. Tell us who you want us to draw, who you want to draw it, Dave or Jason, and leave us an address. If you like, you can send us pictures of yourself with the drawing after we send it, and uh, we'll post it to our Facebook page where you can tag yourself. This promotion ends March 31st, by the way, so you have to get those reviews in. Jason, do you have anything else to add? It's a little for a lot, Dave. It's a little for a lot. It is a little for a lot. We try so hard. We need your help. We're asking. Our humble offering. Humble. Like pie. (laughs) Anyway, man, settle back, listen to a brand new episode of DC On Screen starting right the hell now. Welcome in to DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason. Hi. (laughs) This is episode 137 of DC On Screen, and we're going to be talking about Gotham 215, Mad Grey Dawn. I, can I no, go, ahead. go ahead? No, no, <laughs> no. Go I ahead. insist, sir. I insist. <laughs> no, I, I have a feeling I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. So go ahead and uh, say what you were going to say. I'm serious. Okay, I'll I'll lead in with this then because it's very positive. I think this is okay. the, this is the show I was promised. The, like the last couple weeks, this has been what I was told I was going to get when I when, when I was told about the show. Like a story. It's it's about Gordon and his mm-hmm. uh, traversion. I'll call it because I'm I don't have a better word. Of of Gotham's like uh, underseed undersided politics, like it, he's trying to figure out how to be a, a cop that's eventually going to be humanized by corruption. Uh, he that's mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to deal with, I, like his story in year one essentially, right? And yeah. I also wanted to deal with Bruce as much as possible because Little Wayne, uh-huh. as you're calling him, is killing it. <laughs> is that what I'm calling him now? That's what you called him one time, and I loved it. Okay, but dude, he. <laughs> He's absolutely killing it. And like this, like watching him and his journey to be the bat, and watching Gordon on his journey to be the commissioner, like the guy who's seen the bad side and has come out on the other side, and is the one guy Batman can trust to never dally with that, you know, the corruption side again. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted, and they've actually been doing that here recently. Now onto your rabbit hole. Mm. Oh man, okay. Um, I'm digging Ed. I'm digging Riddler in this episode. Yeah, he's he, as he put it, he's really hitting a stride. Yeah. Um, Penguin is absolutely adorable. Isn't he? <laughs> I don't and want they tarred him and to... feathered him. <laughs> I loved it. I, I, I loved it. They tarred and feathered him. Yeah, that was cute. No, and like the, the Oswald-Ed conversation he there brought, in his, in his hold apartment. Hold on, hold on. He, he brought Butch cupcakes. He, he brought him cupcakes. I thought he was... <laughs> That was great. Oh, and this is the Butch I liked, too. Like, all right, first of all, Butch and Tigress were much less creepy in this context. Um, mm-hmm. So, huge step forwards there. And the, what does Butch tell him? Um, uh, we've all lost something, even him. Mm-hmm. Fucking yes, man. Like, come on. Yeah. You've worked with this guy for years. Shit. You're on top now. Stay, stay classy. Take the man's cup. You know what? I, I actually, I hated Tabitha for it, but I love the response when she was like, Talking about how she used to love listening to uh, to uh, Penguin's mother cry. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, that sounds and like her. <laughs> that does sound like her. Like, oh, man, that's good. That's wonderful. That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and then, it, like, a lot of people back to true form. Like, Bullock's first instinct when he when he realizes that um, <laughs> his partner's in, in real trouble with this investigation. Like, fuck scruples. I'm helping my partner. 
Mm-hmm. That's, and you can't ask for a better partner than that, especially in this town. Yeah. But what I was going to get to with Penguin, though, is, like, is it just me or is, like, his new family weird as Frasier, man? Oh, they're bad. They're strange. It's going to get weird, too. Have you seen the promos for next week? Mm, no. It's going to get weird. I had I forgot to watch the promo for next week. It's How okay. weird. Uh, it, it just, it's, uh, I, I, all right, it looked like the, the Vandals, that's what they're called, right? The Vandals? Uh-huh. Um, all but the Creepy father, yeah, uh, all but the father are pretty much on team, let's get rid of the father. <laughs> and, oh. But they've all decided that, like, they've found pictures of Penguin and realized who the hell this guy is and have decided that he's a homicidal maniac. And the last thing in the promo was one of the girls going, I don't know what you haven't planned for my father, but I'm in. Mm-hmm. So that's going to get a little weird. I just, I'm, I've got, I've got a, a feeling I'm really not going to dig that story until he's on the other side of it. Yeah, I actually wrote down, haha, what a bizarre penguin pappy meet cute. Oh yeah. Oh, and Rubens, by the way, with the the meeting, I, I, I love their meeting. Mm. He's playing, he's playing the father's character way different than he did in Batman Returns. I don't even remember how he played it in Returns. How'd that go? He just, uh, well, he was very snobbish, mm-hmm. and he had a little mustache. And he and his wife were very just obviously not gonna had not gonna deal with this penguin character. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that version of penguin's backstory then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they threw him into the river. Okay. Or in the sewer or whatever. Yeah. It's like this slightly eugenics based hatred. <laughs> um I recall that one. But yeah, uh Rubens is just weird as hell as Penguin's dad here. He's he's just wonderfully uh, weird here. I've 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 liked his anger, and I liked him going back and telling his story. Um, just thought he did a good job with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Already the Vandals are, are a little boring to me. They like, are. I'm just like, oh, oh but, you guys are just already so weird. I don't even know. You know, going to, going back to Penguin being adorable, though, like, that family, as weird as they are, uh, the mm-hmm. look on Penguin's face when he when he has a family was absolutely touching. Oh, Genuinely yeah. touching. I, I really wanted that for him. Yeah, me it too. It was really cute, man. So, uh, yeah. Going back to what you were saying, though, Bruce is awesome in this episode, oh, man. as always. Oh, man. Um, no quitting this kid. I, I swear to God, man. watching him take that beating, like watching him sit there and stand up to the guy and call him a coward over and over again, I fuck, I had a tear. I literally had a tear in my going, that's my boy. That's my bat. I knew he couldn't break me. <laughs> no one can. Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn. Right? And, oh, man. Oh, he's just like the determination that's that's building in this kid is just he's frothing right now with bravado. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like by the time he's uh, done, he will absolutely be Alfred's better in every way, and Alfred will be proud of him. Like that's what I'm getting from it at this point in the show. Yeah. But how much did you want like the Ivy Cat Bruce show at the end of this? Because I wanted that spinoff series immediately. That would be fun. I would just like prefer it if they'd take like a six episode run and just do them. <laughs> just give me like a six episode miniseries. Yeah. Just those three cats. Bring in Bullock every now and then to warn him about something, you know. Yeah, that'd be good. Alfred finds that'd him in like episode good. four and decides to leave him out there. Just just wanted to find him, see that he's okay and say he loved him. Oh, you know what they should do? What's that? They should do the miniseries, but uh have that red hood get into Bruce's hands. Mm. A little proto Red Hood and the Outlaws. That would be fun. <laughs> You're gonna get Red Hood of the Outlaws somehow, someday, buddy. Someday. Oh, this is. I'm gonna ensure that I can never go to a convention because fans are just gonna shank me for having the, these ideas. 
<laughs> no, what I want for you is I, I want yeah, like Young Justice season three, and then you know the first half of that season to focus on Red Hood and the Outlaws. That's just just for you, buddy. Oh man! And Young Justice, by the way, could huh. totally do that. Take the beak from out my heart, right? So, uh, why the hell is Leslie drinking if she's pregnant? She's drinking wine at dinner. Was she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's that's a poor. Sure. That's a poor choice. Of course, that you know they're ambiguous with the time. Maybe. They don't know that that's not good. I'm almost sure they have cell phones and therefore probably have gotten to that point in technology. Um, well, maybe they're like, oh, it's grape juice. Okay. Can we just pretend Boy, it was she's... sparkling Welch's for now? So I don't mm. want to read it. I, I think they wouldn't make Lee, they wouldn't make Leslie like actually do that. That's that's mm. not a cool thing to do these days in, in any capacity. So they wouldn't have her do that. So what it really means is that that's, no one caught it. Which is depressing. <laughs> right. Boy, she's chunked up. <laughs> like, quick. Like, that might be twins. I don't know. Nah, man. No, have you seen the like the red carpet pictures? No. Oh, man. No, I've seen no, a couple of, like... Generally. I've seen a couple of pictures of them. Um, I forget where the hell they were. It was recent pictures of them, uh, Herod and Mackenzie, out somewhere. Dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, she is. She's pregnant. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she is about ready to have that thing. Looks like it. You know, and I say, I say she's chunked up. I know it's crass. I'm not. I'm not being detrimental toward her. I think she's still beautiful. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> she's drop dead. It doesn't matter what you do with her. Actually, I think I. I was a little like, oh, okay. She looks a little like she did in Firefly, like in the face, because she was. She was not as thin as she is now. I think she. Firefly. I think she did lose a few between the two. I'm not sure. She. Uh. She carries weight well, very well. Mm. That girl can carry about anything well, but including the scene where. Jim gets sentenced to prison for 40 years. That girl can act. Yeah. Just the tears. I just wanted to hug her. Right. Tell her, like, I'll be your baby daddy. I'll help you. (laughs) I'm whatever you need, babe. (laughs) Here's 25 cents that I got from the podcast. Right. Now, something I saw on Jim. Um, there's a moment where Jim's talking to Barnes <clears throat> and Barnes uh-huh. tells him who the witness was. And the, I, I love it. Why, I love it when people actually do this. I don't know if it's voluntary. I, I sure as hell can't do it. It's a vestigial trait. I don't have, mm-hmm. um, but even his ears drop down when he hears who the witness was, like his whole face drops. And like, when you watch his ears, even they lower like a, like a, almost a quarter of an inch or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why it amuses me so much when people act with their ears, but I really, it cracks me the hell up every time. Andy Griffith used to do that. Yeah, yeah. I do recall that now. But um, you remember how I said like the show's been on a good run and I've really enjoyed it and everything? Yeah. Yeah, so Barbara's back, so that's probably fucked. Yep. And wakes up and just, it, it typically poor, poorly written Barbara, like hears on the radio about Gordon, mm-hmm. and, and that gets her out of her, co- come on, guys, Jesus, let her die. You'll be better writers <laughs> if you just let her die. <laughs> will make us all better people hey you know like i i i mess around i look around on tumblr to see what you know there's a huge gotham fandom on tumblr no one is saying hey where's barbara right (laughs) right like i don't see many gifts of barbara no no one gives a shit about barbara no and i mean i I, my heart sank even in the previously on where it went back to leslie grabbing her face oh they're gonna bring barbara barbara's gonna have a scene Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm just, it, oh, it's rough, man. Wrinkles, wrinkles, man. Just feels like trying to walk through molasses every time I'm in a scene with her. 
Mm-hmm. But man, they got mm-hmm. they got they got Jim thrown in jail for forty years quick. Yeah, didn't they? Uh, but you remember what what uh, what uh, Bullock tells him <laughs> outside the prison? You've been a good partner. I still am. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I had written down, and when I saw the promo, I probably I, I decided I might be right about this. But the exact note was the Vandals will be an aristocrat's joke come to life. Mm-hmm. I fully believe it, and I felt very uh, felt a lot better when I saw the. <laughs> seemed very Adams family to me. Very Adams family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Gotham version of of Adams family, which means incest, right? Because apparently they can't do anything but incest on the show. Yeah, they like incest. Apparently that's like the worst, creepiest thing they can think of, so they put it in Gotham consistently. Well, it, I mean, it creeps me out. I, I get it. I get that. I just didn't mean I want to use it. Like, that's my least favorite season of Dexter. <laughs> it's my least favorite aspect of The Flash. It's just, it's always a little bit um, off-putting, you know? Yep. Oh, do you feel bad for the uh, the last red shirt? The last red shirt is gone. <laughs> Dude just wanted to watch a game, man. I didn't feel bad for him precisely for that reason. <laughs> you never had any hopes that he would make it. Uh, you know what? You know, you let someone as creepy as Nigma. I don't care if you think you know him. You let someone as creepy as Nigma into your apartment, and you're not looking at him because you're too busy staring <laughs> at the game. And like, right? And by the way, he was watching a baseball game. You've got like 20 minutes before something useful happens. He's like lightly punching the air. Like, come on! Ah, oh. like, <laughs> no, no, you deserve to die. You deserve to die. I'll be glad to see. You. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But dude, Ed set uh Ed set uh Jim up like a mo. Oh man, I well played, right? I was like, now that That's my Riddler. That is a plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that serves what they call a plot. <laughs> oh look out, Nolan. They're coming for you. Enigma's coming up on your ass. Right. Somewhere Nolan's just woke up and went. I just, I thought, I just had the worst feeling that I should have used the Riddler. <laughs> I could have fixed everything. Instead of what? Instead of Bane. Instead of Bane, asshole. Then I wouldn't have had to combine Bane and several other characters to make the story actually work. Right. Could have just used Riddler, who would have been capable of making all that happen. Mm-hmm. Hell, we might have fixed Dark Knight Rises if he had done that. Or not fixed it. Apparently people like it and we just don't understand how movies work. Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> I mean, shit, man, I'm confused these days. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me ask you. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's called, I think I know what it's called. Um, I'm going to take a guess on my memory here. But uh, uh, wasn't it kind of a trend in like the Burton movies that when when uh, Bruce actually sits down to eat, it's always like cold, like niswa soup? That was one scene. Is it just one scene? That was just one scene. Okay. Um, still, it was enough to remind me, especially seeing Ruben's face, um, like he pours that soup and there's no steam on it. And I kept thinking, are they going to actually say cold soup? I just wondered if they were going to do a reference, mm. which is more realistic than it so, seems. Like when people serve food on camera, it, it's rarely hot food. So yeah, <laughs> very, yeah. very rarely. This is just yeah, like r- a can of cheap Campbell's soup that's been hanging out in a pot for two hours while they set up the stage. <laughs> You'll notice he didn't dig in. Yeah. It's a great scene in uh, in Returns, though. It's like Alfred hands him the soup, and Keaton goes to eat it and spits it out and looks up at him. It's cold. It's, it's vigisois. So vigisois. It's supposed that's to be cold. Oh, yeah, that's right. Vigisois is some it's sort of It's supposed to be cold. And Keaton just kind of does that little, like, arched eyebrow shrug thing, and he starts eating again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, he just kind of shrugs, and all right. That's weird, yeah. but okay. One of those dishes I'll never get around to trying, probably. 
that's one of those Alfreds that, you know, even though, yeah, he was in the two really terrible Batman movies, mm-hmm. man, Michael Goff, he was an awesome, awesome Alfred. I remember Just, exactly nothing about him, you know? Oh. Bear in mind, though, I haven't watched those films in 15 years, and uh, my memory mm-hmm. does tricks anyway, so I don't remember a we damn should, thing about him. We should do a review of those movies at some point. I but, think you could, you know, one of, the, one of our summer adventures somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my favorite bits uh, from him was the first movie, when uh, Bruce is like, oh, did you get that file on my parents, Alfred? And he's like, it's on your desk. And um, Bruce kind of realizes that uh, Alfred hasn't said anything else. And he's like, something on your mind, Alfred? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Alfred says, I, I, I do not wish to spend my last remaining years mourning the loss of old friends or their sons. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> and the way he delivers it this dude was like classic like michael goff was like classic dude he was like the celestial toy maker from doctor who mm. uh he was he was good he was good like just he could he could deliver a line he could throw a line and shove it right up your ass <laughs> you know where lines you even, go you would and you wouldn't even know until you started walking that that's what he had done with it right <laughs> <laughs> You felt a strange fullness for a while that you weren't entirely comfortable with, but did, just didn't know what to do yeah. about, really. He was among the best parts of the other two movies, of Forever and Batman and Robin. Like Dick Grayson tries to, uh, Chris O'Donnell trying to get in that room. He's like, hey, why is this the only room that's locked? He's like, what's in there? <laughs> and Alfred just goes, Master Wayne's dead wives. <laughs> <laughs> he was Lord. good, man. Dear Lord. He was good. I don't miss it. We'll go back for him at some point. Uh-huh. We'll go back for him eventually. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll weep. We'll weep on those days. But, uh, you have anything else for Gotham? No. No, no, no. This week? No. I'm just going to... When Barbara comes back next week, I'm going to just close my eyes and, and watch Bruce standing up with that bloody face again. That's going to be my coping mechanism. I'm just gonna, that's my happy place. Just watching Bruce call that guy coward through his bloodied teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bruce. Yeah. Not looking forward to this barber situation, man. But, hey, they're probably going to get Jim out of jail or soon, so at least there'll be... I, I like the Gordon <laughs> being in jail thing, so at least that'll be interesting. No, Bruce is keep, still out in the world. Keep, That's no, fine. Let's keep Gordon, grit, teeth, and all, in jail for a minute, and let this become the Bullock show. Let him prove his guy love. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> is, is uh, what, what should we call it, partner power? I don't, it's, just, it's just good partnering. I'm not good. That's just what good partnering looks like. Let him partner. As he will partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He partners with the best of them, partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just please. I, I'm just begging him. Just keep Barbara a, a C or a D plot. Please. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Okay. Uh, begging over. Okay. Man. Um, we are DC On Screen. You can find us on uh, DCOnScreen.com, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, pretty much everywhere podcasters are casted or potted, whatever. Um, if we can throw it, <laughs> you can catch Jeff it. Randall. Matt Carroll, Jeff Randall, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, um, mcucast.com. We're a part of the Giant Size Team Up Network, giantsizeteamup.com. Oh, so many places to pimp. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Next episode, we are going to be talking about The Flash. No, No, we're going back to prison. Sorry, we're going back to Lucifer. (laughs) Back to the the trap that is Lucifer. (laughs) We're going to be going back to Lucifer then. Uh, Lucifer 109, a priest walks into a bar. It'll be episode 138 of DC on screen. Even to talk about Lucifer, I think we're going to go have a shot shot or two before we get started. (laughs) Well, I'm not, but you know. Anyway, until next time, guys, keep some DC on your screen.